Why would you do that? Now is the winter of our discontent, Rick quoted while daydreaming, hoping the madness before him would stop. Our world is doused in gasoline, and while we vote on whether we should call it gas or petrol, a dark stranger lights a match and approaches. As they tally the ballots, the match drops and fire fills the sky. The people raged in disbelief that good men could fail so completely. The room smelled of emotionally charged sweat. Men arguing about the way ahead. The catalyst? A single sheet of paper with a single paragraph. The cover sheet marked, Top Secret, Comment Gamma, Orcon, No Forn, was cast aside, long since forgotten. Very few people in the country were allowed access to it. Even fewer actually read it. Rick sat along the wall, a mid-level analyst without a seat at the big table. He read the message before the meeting, one terrorist talking to another, translated, analyzed, condensed, reanalyzed, and reported. The analysis was odd, so he dug into the system and pulled the original analysis before it was reduced to one alarming paragraph. Then he pulled the first translation of the original conversation, and finally he pulled up the conversation itself in its native Arabic. He didn't speak Arabic, but he had friends who did. He ran it by them. Their translation was different. The report with the analysis of the analysis of the translation was wrong, and the men in the meeting haggled over their interpretations as if they held the Holy Grail in their hands. Rick fidgeted, waiting for the opportunity to take the stage, deliver his conclusion, and how he arrived at it, but would they listen? He waited until his boss, Colonel Tom Alexander, U.S. Army retired, leaned back. Rick whispered in his ear, Sir, they have it all wrong. I pulled the original material and got another translation. It's different. I think we need to stop the madness and start with a new look. The colonel nodded, excusing himself from the meeting, motioning Rick to follow as he worked his way toward the door. When they were in the hallway, the colonel held a finger to his lips, stopping Rick from talking. Once they were in the colonel's office and the door closed, Rick unloaded. They're wrong. They see an attack next month in Europe from a group that's forming now. The linguists I talked to said that the group is already formed, and they weren't talking about Europe, but right here, they're in the U.S. Rick walked as he talked. His blonde hair shot through with streaks of gray, whipped about his head as he gesticulated wildly. The colonel sat at his desk, calmly watching, letting Rick run through the course of his argument. Tom Alexander earned his education through an ROTC scholarship to the Citadel. He worked his way up through the infantry, successfully commanding a battalion as a lieutenant colonel before moving to intelligence. His monitor told him that it was critical for future promotions to get a staff billet behind him. He did well, earned his eagles, symbols of how high colonels were supposed to soar, before he'd had enough with the Pentagon.
He topped out after a few unsavory conversations with politician generals. He retired last year and started work at the Emerson Partners Enterprises Corporation think tank, a run-of-the-mill D.C. contractor that provided work for the intelligence community. The I.C. Epic drank from the terrorism spigot, a seemingly endless flow of money thrown at a problem identified in the media as the global war on terrorism. Rick finished and sat down, leaning back heavily. I couldn't agree more, Rick. Give me a report, something in writing, and I'll take it back in there and present it. Rick nodded and walked quickly to his desk in the cube farm. He pulled up the report he'd already prepared on his yellow-tagged top-secret computer and hit print. The special printer sat in a closed room a few steps away. He held his badge to the door's access panel 